Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account and it's titled, I'm 30 male. And girlfriend doesn't pull her weight and putting a huge strain on the relationship. My girlfriend and I have been together for eight years and living together for three and I'm at a point where I'm thinking of ending it. The first five years we were together were great. Then we moved in together three years ago, and things have just gone downhill ever since. So here's the situation. I work 42 hours a week. She works 26 hours average a week, can sometimes be 20 and sometimes 30, as she's part-time, only works during the day. Because of the disparity in income, I pay most of the bills. I pay four-fifths and she pays one-fifth, and I'm paying for her driving lessons. But I don't mind this as I earn quite a bit more than she does. My concern here is the sharing of the responsibility in the chores and my expectations that she should do more of the chores because she has more free time. But she often spends most of her non-working life in bed. She'd be out of bed maybe an hour or two a day and that's no exaggeration. She often boasts about it to her friends who actually encourage her about it and say how they wish they could do the same. We live in a three-bedroom house and my responsibilities are the bathroom, two bedrooms, stairs, hallway, and landing. Her responsibility are cleaning the kitchen, living room, dining room, which is empty so just needs vacuuming, and the main bedroom. She also does the cooking, but more on that in a minute. And then my other responsibility is having to drive her to and from work three to four times a week, which is often a 40-minute round trip. I thought this sharing of responsibilities was fair and I do mine without fail, at least once or twice a week. However, we have cooked meals at most twice a week, always takeaway otherwise. The kitchen hasn't been cleaned in four weeks. I last did it. The main bedroom hasn't been cleaned in about two weeks since I last did it. The living room and dining room hasn't been cleaned in two months since she last did it. My girlfriend just refuses to clean and only does it at the point where it reaches argument. I've tried talking to her like an adult, but she often goes silent, starts shouting, gets upset, and then just ignores me. I've tried sitting down with her with a rule of no blaming, no shouting, no sarcasm, and to get our grievances off our chest, and that seemed to go really well at the time, except nothing really came of it. Then six months ago, this really started to affect me quite badly. We both have skin issues that cause more dust than people without, so we need to keep on top of it. I hit breaking point the first time when I had to spend four hours cleaning the main bedroom, filling up the vacuum three times and picking three 50-liter bin bags of dirty clothes off the floor, all covered in skin slash dust, and remove many plates with moldy food on them off the side tables and under the bed. This was the first strike as I was also dealing with the kitchen at the same time. I had used plates on every surface and a full sink. 
This is, as you can imagine, brought quite a bit of tension as she already knew I was getting stressed about the lack of chores she was doing. The living room is just covered in used plates and rubbish. Then this happened a couple more times in the remaining six months with my naivety of thinking she would improve. It has not. Last time was a couple of weeks ago when the main bedroom was in the same state as every other time. I spent another four hours cleaning the bedroom. I told her this was the last chance, but I'd said that every other time I had to do this. I know it's been Christmas and I know there's been a lot of time out of the house visiting family and friends, but the dust is building back up. There's chores all over the floor and dirty plates are piling up again. I can't cope with this anymore. A few other points that might be worth noting as the current state of our relationship is that we've not had sex in eight months. She'd give blowjobs every now and then, but there's always an excuse and she won't let me touch her. I've slept in our bed together for maybe five to six nights in the past six months because she makes me feel unwelcome. She's usually wide awake at night and I have to be up early for work and she just won't let me sleep. Now there's piles of rubbish on my side table and crap all over my side of the bed, so I feel very unwelcome in my own bed. I just don't know what to do anymore. She says she loves me and I do love her. I've already been to the doctor for anxiety and depression, which has only gotten worse from this situation. I was already quite the hermit and I've made an effort to go out of the house with her more. As part of our more adult talks, despite me quite often getting panic attacks in crowded areas. I know I'm not the easiest person to be with either, but I'm trying to make an effort for her. Please, any advice is welcome. I'm doing something wrong, please tell me. I'm a bit of an emotional wreck right now, so if you need something clarified or if I've accidentally contradicted myself, I'll attempt to make it more clear. Edit and thank you for your responses. As I've said in the replies, thank you for being honest. It's difficult to hear and I'm going to have a long think about this. I know the relationship needs to end. It's just going to be tough. And I think from the edit, you can already see the way the comments are going to go. And I think I would agree with this. I mean, what are you actually getting out of this relationship? It sounds like you've talked many times before and nothing's changing. So obviously some other change needs to happen somewhere along the line. And it's down to you to make that decision in the end if she's not going to listen. And arcades are similar and says, what do you get out of this relationship? No sex, little to no financial support, little to no support around the house, interrupted sleep and you get to be her chauffeur. You've been together since you were 22 and she was 17. Perhaps this relationship has simply run its course. You grew up and she never did. OP's reply said, now you said, I don't know what I get from this relationship. First thing in my mind was love. She said she loves me, but the more I read the responses and think about it, she hasn't shown it for a very long time. An inanimate says, she's not going to change, sorry. I spent four years in a relationship like this. I tried everything. OP replies saying, I love Reddit for its brutal honesty. Before I posted this, she was saying she's going to clean on her next day off. I thought maybe she's finally changing. And I realize she's done this every time and I've fallen for it every time because she'll do it once and then won't do it again until another argument. Posting here has been an eye-opener. I thank everyone for giving me honest responses. Vendetta says, well, she certainly seems like she's taking advantage of you. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but know this, you cannot change people. You've seen this. Most people will try to accommodate the change for a short while, but they will always revert back to their natural ways. I don't think this will get better and I don't think you do either. From your description of your girlfriend, she's a disgusting slob that barely works and doesn't clean and leeches off you financially. You sound like a clean guy. Can you live with someone that is fine with living in filth? 
Did you notice these disgusting habits the five years before you started dating? After reading this, I have to ask what you were getting out of this relationship. It sounds like you inherited a dependent. She barely works, she doesn't clean, she has a financial strain on you. You guys aren't intimate. She leaves shit everywhere. She sounds more like a daughter than a living girlfriend. Opie responds to that saying, I will admit I can be messy, but I'm not dirty. I do leave stuff around, but I clean once or twice a week, so if something is there, it's not there for long. She will leave things for months. When we were dating, I never actually saw her bedroom. We were at my house the majority of the time, so oddly enough, I never saw her old bedroom. She was living with her parents before we moved in together, so I can honestly say I never saw these habits before probably because it was hidden from me. My problem is that I love her. Losing her is something that destroys any rationality I have about it. I've given her many last chances because I hate to see her sad. Maybe that means I'm a sucker and easy to manipulate, but at least I can recognize that. I can try and get past it. Everyone in these comments so far that I've read have had the same response as now it's painfully obvious to me what I need to do. It's always been at the back of my mind with a naivety that she could change. So OP came a little while later and updated the post which says, I thought through the advice many of you gave and I really appreciate everyone's input and never expected for it to get as much attention as it did. It was extremely difficult but I did break up with my girlfriend. I'm sorry but I won't go into all the details but pills and police were involved, not me. Some commenters may not be surprised about this but it deeply shocked me as I never thought she was capable of something so extreme. The whole ordeal was very traumatizing. I stopped her before any pills were taken, but I feel like I still did the right thing and have no regrets. I just wish it wasn't escalated to the point it got to, but it did solidify my view that I needed to get out of this relationship. Some commenters asked whether she was depressed. I did bring this up with her and she denied it every time, but her behavior tonight makes me believe she's bipolar, but doesn't realize it. I've spoken with her sister on some of these concerns and I can only hope she allows people to give her the help she needs. I'm deeply sad and it went the way it did, but everyone was correct that I needed to get out of this relationship. I can only hope that she finds someone more suited to her so she can be happy again. Thank you. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? What would you have done if you was OP? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Story from Timely Ask 1327 who says am I the asshole for leaving my girlfriend stranded when she chose to ignore me 
I, 27, went to a pumpkin patch with my girlfriend, 22, and a bunch of her friends. I was told it was a couple's thing, but I was the only guy there. That's fine. I'm okay with her friends. I'm past the whole cutesy date thing, but I like making her happy. But then they all started ignoring me. Every time I tried to join a conversation or spend time with my girlfriend, I got frozen out. Like I was intruding. I asked her if she wanted to go to the corn maze with me and it was like I was some creepy guy at a bar. They all had to come along. Like I was trying to separate her. I totally was, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Anyways, they all decided to split up in the maze and my girlfriend went with them. Fuck this noise. I could go catch the Seahawks game if I boogied. So I text her that she had five minutes to respond to me or I was going back to town to watch the game and she could get a ride back with her friends. I was literally watching the second quarter before she responded. It took her that long to notice that I was gone. She said her friend would have to drive really far out of her way to drop her off and that I should come get her. I was definitely over the limit and I told her to get an Uber and I would pay for it. She said never mind and spent the night at her place instead. I just woke up to about 50 texts from her and her friends calling me an asshole for leaving without telling anyone. I did tell her. She just chose to ignore me. I'm kind of pissed that I wasted all that gas and time and we never got to actually spend time together. I'm upset with her and her bullshit friends. Am I the asshole? An edit to provide answers to common questions. We've been dating for about six months. Our age difference is roughly three years and ten months. I didn't realize that made me a dirty old man. I enjoy taking her out and having fun. She's just starting her career and I am established in mine. So I like taking her out for fun stuff she enjoys. When I said I am past the cutesy date thing, I meant that I would not be the one to suggest a date at a pumpkin patch. But she was a theater kid and I took her to see Hamilton. She loved it. I got out of my way to take her to things she will enjoy. And when we hang out with my friends, they all include her because she is awesome. My friends' wives and girlfriends all include her, I think, in stuff too. This is the first time she has behaved like this. The pumpkin patch had five bars of signal and all of them were posting constantly the entire time they were there. Now, I kind of feel like this is a not the arsehole to me that she told you it was a couple's thing, then you turn up and it's clearly not a couple's thing, so was she just using you for the ride? So, hell yeah, you'd get fed up with that. And it's not like you did strand her anyway. You said you would pay for the Uber if she was to get one. So, she wasn't stranded at all. And you said that she's got five bars or whatever it was because she was posting stuff. So, yeah, I feel like I'm going with a not the arsehole on this one. But icing on the cake says... Not the arsehole, she literally just used you as a free ride to her friend's get-together. Would not even be surprised if the girls were planning something shady and got upset that you showed up. You are over the cutesy phase, so I assume you guys are not together for long. If so, dump her. She is just using you until something better shows up. Couples don't act like this. Pink Claire says not the arsehole. In my opinion, she kind of tricked you into coming there and after you went, she iced you out and ignored you, which is not okay. You gave her a heads up before leaving as well. Technically, she was not stranded as she had other company. Had you left her alone, this would be a different situation, but because she had company as well, I believe you are not the arsehole at all. Chris says you're the arsehole. Communication is key. You left without telling, in person. At least in my circle of friends, that would be very rude. I understand you're in a maze, so maybe you couldn't find her, but then you should have called her. Very poor handling of the situation. Of course, her friends are the assholes as well for ignoring you. But for you, your girlfriend and relationship should be important. Not making a scene and leaving. 
and one more for Emperor who says, no, you're not the asshole. It was obviously a bad call on her part for her to coax you into going. She should have known how the situation was going to play out. Also, shame on her friends for treating you like an outsider. My friends and I always make sure to include our friends' significant others in conversation and activities because we all know what it's like to be the odd person out. Also, the fact that it took her that long to realize that you weren't there or to check her phone to me shows precisely where you rank in importance in her life. And because you didn't hang around like a good little puppy dog waiting patiently for her, she chose to shit talk you to her friends all night, which I can guarantee is what they were doing because that's what women do in groups together when they are angry. Your girlfriend sounds ridiculously inconsiderate. Not only do I think that you're not the asshole, I think it's time to get a new girlfriend or just to go back to being single. I mean, if you're running into these kind of problems with something this small and simple, imagine what things will be like when life gets really complicated. Do you really think she's going to step up to the plate and be a better person than she has shown herself to be? Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's get into another story. And our next story comes from sad and exhausted 133 who says, am I the asshole for missing my father-in-law's funeral after my mother-in-law booked my husband first class but me, economy? Me, female 31, and my mother-in-law don't have a close relationship. She's civil towards me but can be a bit passive aggressive at times and we tend to disagree oftentimes. We live in a different state. Father-in-law passed away suddenly and mother-in-law told me and my husband to come and attend the funeral. She booked our tickets to fly to her state, but the issue started when my husband told me that we couldn't sit together in the plane because his mum had booked him a first-class ticket while I got economy. I was flabbergasted by this. I tried asking him why, but he urged me to suck it up and we'll talk about it later. In that moment, that particular moment, I felt so much humiliation and contempt. I felt like she was treating me as less than even in her hard times. I decided to not go and just go back home. My husband was shocked by my decision to go home and tried to convince me to just go, but I declined. He went alone and I ended up missing the funeral. He was livid, just calling me and texting nasty things, calling me petty and spoiled. He said that I should be grateful his mum paid for my ticket to begin with, then said she doesn't owe me a goddamn thing. I argued about how she could have just booked us both in economy if money was an issue, but he called me pathetic for thinking about it when his dad just died. He said it was cruel what I did and that his mum and family will never forget that I missed a funeral over ridiculous reasons. Am I the asshole for going home over this? ETA One of the reasons I didn't settle for economy ticket was because I wanted to sit next to my husband and support him. He sobbed the whole ride to the airport and I didn't want to leave his side. I was shocked when he told me we couldn't sit together and how he said it like he had no issue with it. And we'll start off with Wicked Lucky 214 who says everyone sucks here. The seat issue was more important than supporting your husband after the death of his father. Maybe a walrus says you're the arsehole. Yes, it was very shitty from your mother-in-law to book you in economy class while your husband was in first class. But you let a petty quarrel with your mother-in-law prevent you from supporting your husband when he needed you the most. Your husband has every right to be pissed. You basically told him that your grudge against your mother-in-law is more important than supporting him. Edit, no, I won't say everyone sucks here. The husband doesn't suck and the mother-in-law just lost her lifelong partner. Have to pay for plane tickets for two persons and she wanted to pay a little treat to her son. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt that she did this to spoil her son, not to piss off her daughter-in-law. Responsible Stick says everyone sucks here. 
Your mother-in-law won. It was most likely her intention to cause a fight and she won because you didn't go. Now she gets to bash you to everyone for not attending. You didn't support your hugs when he needed it. So now, all the nasty things she whispers in his ear, while he's there, you're going to agree about you. You were put into a losing situation either way. The whole thing sucks. Sorry this happened to you. The next commenter says you're the asshole. I get where you're coming from. Mum probably thought she could do something to divide you from her son in his time of grief, but you know, you fell for it hook, line, and sinker, right? She drove a wedge between you and your husband and ensured the family will remember you as the wife who didn't go to her husband's dad's funeral. And it doesn't sound like your husband was lost on the issue. He just asked you to hang in there for one played ride in economy. He knew she was doing something shitty, but also knew it's not like he can refuse to go to his own dad's funeral. He played right into her hand, better than she could ever have hoped for, and then made sure she got to spin whatever narrative she wants while your husband is left holding the bag. You think he's going to say she didn't come because her paid-for ticket wasn't first class like mine? What is he even going to be able to do? It's just about supporting your husband when everyone around him is in a time of grief and you did more damage than a petty mother-in-law to your relationship with him and his family. It was the exact reaction she was hoping from you. And one more comment from Blobbo the Shmlobo who says, everyone sucks here except your husband. Cannot believe people are saying Opie's husband is an asshole for not freaking out at his, albeit toxic, mum when his fucking dad is dead. He's probably pretty fucking upset. It's a seat. Mother-in-law sounds like an insufferable shit, but for God's sake, man, it's a seat. Everyone's really telling him to make a level 12 nuclear defend my wife argument when he just wants to go to his recently dead dad's funeral. Pay for one economy seat on one flight. On a fucking interstate flight. Pretty much the shortest, easiest flight you can possibly take. Some people are really checked out. Yes, Opie's mother-in-law included, but still, you pick your battles. Edit. Mother-in-law is toxic according to OP, yet has no proof aside from we disagree sometimes and is civil to me, as well as the fact she bought them two last-minute plane tickets while planning her husband's funeral. OP is such an arsehole, I can smell it from here. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Do you think it's that everyone sucks here? You're the arsehole? Maybe not the arsehole. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. Just keep being awesome like you already are. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. 